Hello, dear. This is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series, where we challenge ourselves to be like Jesus, where we challenge ourselves to walk in his footsteps, follow the word of God, and not walk on our, in our own understanding. And we've been looking at the story of Providence taking over the stage through the eyes of Esther, through the book of Esther in the Bible. We've, um, till now, been struggling with what should we even call this series. That because it depends on where you are looking. Today we are going to call today's excerpt from the book God's Lady in Waiting, written by Anne Ajadi. Um... And we're just going to look at how God steps into the scene. We're going to take, bring this thing close home, related to our lives. One, where are we going with this? You find out that you are not alone. You find out that nothing is new. What has been, what is, has been, and will forever be. So don't let the devil box you into a corner. Understand that God is sovereign and he is in charge. Let's go. Today, let's call it yielding to a higher call. Let us take our imaginations back to the day the king's guard showed up at Mordecai's home. The news had gone round, all right. And the hope was that the guards would keep their house. But they showed up all the same, and Esther was taken, but not before Mordecai pulled her aside and gave her a Persian name. Father, or rather, sorry, Esther, meaning star. He gave her strict orders that she was not to reveal her identity as a Jew to anyone. The unfolding events could not have afforded her the opportunity to argue. There was no time. She, was, she just had to accent and trust the Jewish God to find a way of using the situation to his glory. Mordecai instructed her some more and released her to the hand of providence. Numbers 6, 24-27 reads, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. That was God speaking to the prophet and instructing him on how to put his blessing on his people. I continue to read the one that we have called yielding to a higher call. The pool must have talked at his heart, perhaps the feeling of failing her parents by not protecting her enough plagued his thoughts. Surely they would understand. They lived in Persia before their death and they were familiar with Persian ways. Esther found herself in the company of so many young virgins. Most of none of them knowing what will become of them. The emotions were mixed, some happy, some sad. The rule 
of their lives was being taken over. Esther's emotions were all over the place. She was afraid, intrigued, curious, all at the same time. She thought about her cousin's instructions. Suppose something went wrong and her secret became known. What were the odds that this plan was foolproof? All she could do was hope and wait. Her chances were one in 400 or so. And who said she stood any chance of being the next queen? Especially since the one she was replacing was reportedly very beautiful and loved by her husband. Only Providence will tell. Providence was waiting for Esther to show up as he ensured she found favor with the head of the eunuchs. He, the sign of God's blessing on the children of Israel was his mark. And for Esther, that showed up in the way Haggai distinguished her and gave her special treatment. She was put in a particular part of the palace, assigned seven servants to make her stay in the harem more comfortable. If we close the curtain at this point in Esther's story, we will see darkness gloom, uncertainty. We could even go as far as judging the story as less than desirable. It is the same with us when we face dark times. The many times that life chooses to throw a spanner in the works or when we take a wrong turn and everything tumbles out of control. We'll be quick to wonder who we offended and why things were turning out in such a manner. Think about it. Esther was an orphan. She was adopted, exiled, abducted, all in her youth. All of those attributes were weighty enough on their own. What did she do? What kind of attention was her life seeking? My dear, how you, you see the glass, half filled or half empty, will determine how you interpret Esther's life events. If you saw it as half full, you decided it was, a, it was favor at work. And if you saw it as half empty, on the contrary, you will see the whole story as, a, as life dealing the poor girl a hard hand. For you, the question will be, was there a need to have all that drama before a plot could be revealed? Did life have to distinguish her by misfortune? What are the strands in the story of your life, my dear friend? How are you dealing with them? Are you able to piece them apart and weave them into something, into a beautiful tapestry? Are you able to look at the brighter side? Are you able to trust that God may have something up his sleeve? Are you able to relax and trust that God is in control? Truth is, all of us have our lives in God's sense. And all of us have providence working in the background. All of us have things happen to us that we have no clue what was what is going on and how we are going to navigate the, the journey. All of us. As we enter this new week, my dear friend, I would ask you, to trust God, the God who has been in the week before you, the God who created it, the God to whom darkness and light are the same, the one who says it and it comes to pass, the one to whom all creation bows, 
Understand, my dear, that God has you engraved in the palm of his hands. Understand that nothing catches God by surprise. Understand that there is nothing. All creation was created for God's pleasure. Understand that nothing is hard for God. Understand that God will deal with that which concerns you. Understand, my dear friend, that you are special to God. And he will cause all things to work together for you because you love God and because you are called according to his purpose. I need you to relax. The word says that in quietness and in confidence will be your rest. Rest in God, my dear friend. Rest in God. He has you covered. He has never lost a battle, the songwriter said. Have a good day. Now, I hope you have at least bought one of the books written by Anne Ajadi, my very humble self, as they will say. There is Heart Matters, Life Matters, gatherings from the book of Proverbs. You Will Marry Well is a book on marriage. Walk With Me is a book that challenges us to walk with Jesus. Strength for the Journey would give you strength for your journey in life. Navigating the Night Seasons um, is a story of walking through the night and how to walk through them. God's leading waiting is the one that we're looking at now. And that because you are God's masterpiece in waiting. God bless you. Have a good day.